Zola Tsotsi continued to give evidence to the commission this week and admitted he was under pressure from the former president to initiate an inquiry and suspend senior ESCOM executives in 2015. He also elaborated how Tony Gupta once showed him a WhatsApp group screenshot of ESCOM board discussions. He told the commission he took this as a threat. Tsotsi, who was not part of the board WhatsApp group, says he was shocked that Tony Gupta had information on such sensitive meetings. You know, uh, it's a discussion by all the various board members. Mm. Uh, well, I'd say maybe about half of the board, maybe three quarters mm. of the board. And I was quite taken aback. I said, where do you get this from? Mm. He said, don't worry about that, Chairman. That's, don't worry about it. Just, I just wanted to let you know that uh, we've got our own sources. Mm-hmm. So I took this to be kind of a, a power play. Mm. It says, listen, if you, if, you, if you mess with me, this is... Yeah, I will find I out if you... Whatever what you say, some, some people will tell me or whatever you yes. do. The former ESCOM boss also elaborated on what he thought of the relationship of former minister Lynn Brown and the Gupta family. He said it was clear that the former minister was working under the influence of the Gupta brothers. Totsi says the minister made sure names of various committees of the ESCOM board in December 2014 were in accordance to her wishes. The names were proposed by Gupta-linked business associate Salim Essa and emailed to Totsi. The board chair had earlier sent a different set of names which were rejected by Brown. At that point in time, which was very early in the Newport's term, I mean, it was, it was probably about a week and a half or so after the board had been appointed. And uh, I was very intrigued by the whole, the whole thing and I couldn't quite put my finger on what was going on until um, I was then called by the minister to this meeting where I saw Tony Gupta and uh, Salimisa. Then I said to myself, well, clearly ministers operating under the, if you like, the persuasion of these people. Totsi says he found himself standing alone as he defended the mess at ESCOM after the suspension of the three senior executives. He says he had a teleconference meeting with more than 52 international investors who wanted to know what was happening at the power utility. They also wanted answers on why the financial director had been suspended. And you say the investors who called focused simply on the financial director. There are questions related to the financial director and what's happening at ESCOM, but they were not asking about the other executives. They did mention that they're hearing that some yeah. executives have been, have been uh, suspended. Some did also question the suspension of the chief executive, Yeah. but the majority of them were concerned about you know, the custodianship of the, of the investment yes. okay. um, through the, you know, the management of uh, the, the FD. Yes, yes. So that, that was really their focus. Tsotsi says he later left the power utility and believes the minister and other external forces had a hand in his exit. He says he left the power utility after being forced to resign. Former board chair Ben Gubane gave him an ultimatum to either resign or face disciplinary hearings that had been instituted against him. Tsotsi says he decided to resign because fighting the board would have destroyed the reputation of the organization. He says the minister refused to sign documents to allow him to collect money owed to him for the remainder of his fixed-term contract. Tsotsi says he is still paying his legal fees.